for me specifically, most of my clients, when I work with them, I subscribe to what I call the three P's. Uh, the first is making sure my clients have a plan. The second one is making sure they follow an investment process. And then the third one is making sure that they actually have a way to monitor their investment progress. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gretch from the IMCEO podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Jeff Link of Guardian Wealth Advisors, LLC. Jeff, super excited to have you on the show. So great to be here, Gresham. Thanks for having me. Yeah, super excited. And what I wanted to do before we jumped into hearing all the awesome things that Jeff's doing is to read a little bit more about him. And Jeff is an investment advisor representative at Guardian Wealth Advisors, LLC, and the founder of the Blue Line Investing Process. 25 years of experience, Jeff has been a proponent of risk-managed investing with firms like Smith Barney, Leg Mason, and Steelful Nicholas. Today, Jeff helps investors who are within 20 years of retirement grow and protect their wealth in a risk-managed and tax-efficient way. In 2020, during the middle of the pandemic, Jeff published his first book, Protecting the Pig, How Stock Market Trends Reveal the Way to Grow and Preserve Your Wealth. Jeff, super excited to have you on the show and hear about all the awesome things you're doing. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? I am. Awesome. Well, let's make it happen then. So to kind of kick everything off, I wanted to hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I like to call your CEO story. Sure. So my story starts back in the mid to later 1990s when I became a licensed investment professional. Um, and at that time, I was pretty much like a lot of other investment professionals. Uh, I was kind of a jack of all trades and rather than a master of one. And so over the next decade or so, you know, the way I worked with my clients, unfortunately, was we rode the, the stock market roller coaster. Uh, you know, we rode the, the stock market up into the top in 2000. We then rode the roller coaster down into 2003 in the low. We then rode it back up in 2007, and we rode it all the way back down into 2009. And it was about that time that I realized something had to change. Uh, this didn't make any sense. I, I was very fortunate that the majority of my clients were not retiring in that period of time. Uh, but I realized that when this happens again in the future, and it, and it will because history is cyclical, um, what would happen if this happened at that time and I couldn't do anything differently? So um, I kind of got to this point where I decided that since stock markets go up far, they, they rise for, far off more often than they decline. It, it only made sense to go ahead and actually focus on how to do my best to preserve and protect money when the markets go down, when that stock market trend goes down. Uh, so that's really why my business exists today. It's, it's to do everything I can to make sure that my clients and myself don't repeat the, the experiences of the past. Because I remember how awful I felt at the bottom of 2009, and I definitely don't want myself or, or if I can help it, my clients to experience that again in the future. Nice. Well, I, I definitely appreciate you sharing that. And, and I think that, you know, you, you speaking to what I like to call the human aspect of, of life and definitely of business and all those aspects in between, because I think so many times the, the big fear can be like, okay, what if I didn't protect my investments enough when that time, when I don't have as much time as maybe I did before. So I love like in true entrepreneurial form, you didn't decide, well, you know, that's just how it is. You sound like you came up with an, an idea, a solution to that problem. So I love that you've been able to do that. Correct. Yep. I think everyone needs to learn from the past and say, if I don't want to repeat the experiences of the past, if they were negative, then what can we learn from them? Um, obviously, the positive ones, we all want to relive over and over and over again. 
Um, so I, I think for everyone, no matter what line of work they're in, what industry they're in, what they do, learning from our mistakes is the best way to, to, to learn. Yes, absolutely. What did they say? Insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. So why not change the game and change this process and the strategy as I know you've been able to do for your clients and, and, and all the awesome things that you're doing. So I wanted to drill down a little bit more, hear a little bit more on how you're working with those clients, what that process looks like. Can you take us through how you serve your clients and what that looks like? Yeah. So first, let me just say that, um, as you mentioned during the intro, the my parent company is Guardian Wealth Advisors, LLC, and they are what's called a, we are what's called a registered investment advisor or in the industry, an RIA for short. And so RIAs are fiduciaries. Uh, we have to do what's best for our clients and we're held to a higher standard than some of the other investment professionals in the industry. Um, and so the, the main services we offer are investment advisory. So we'll work with clients in terms of managing their portfolios, invest, investment money, providing advice. Uh, we'll do retirement planning and we also offer retirement plan services, consulting services. For me specifically, most of my clients, when I work with them, I subscribe to what I call the three Ps. Uh, the first is making sure my clients have a plan. The second one is making sure they follow an investment process. And then the third one is making sure that they actually have a way to monitor their investment progress. Of those three Ps, just because it allows that opportunity to make sure that you are you know, staying true to the, the plan, the process, and all of those things so that you can get to that ultimate success, whether it sounds like there's good times or less than good times, which we sometimes experience. Yeah, I would agree. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I wanted to ask you now for what I like to call your secret sauce. And this could be for yourself individually, the business, or a combination of both. But what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? Yeah, I would say that what makes me completely unique is my proprietary investment process. And I call it Blue Line Investing. I created it as a result of what I mentioned to you a moment ago. You know, after going through the stock market roller coaster for 10 years, I realized this just doesn't, this isn't something I want to do if I can help it in the future. So I, I went ahead and I went back and I started researching and studying the stock market going back over 95 years. And I actually went back as far as early, early 1900. And I was looking for the periods, I wanted to isolate the periods in time where there were major declines. So we're not talking about, you know, five and 10% corrections. Uh, we're not even talking about 15% corrections. We're talking about what I call in my book, trend corrections. And this is where you lose, uh, you, you suffer two horrible things. You lose money and you lose time. So those are the environments that negatively impact all in investors, you know, at the, in the same way. It's bad for everybody. So I went through and I basically wanted to look for those individual isolated moments where, hey, let's look and see if there are some commonalities or with the indicators that I use. Um, and the indicators I use are available to every investor out there through a lot of different of the, of the common software programs. I wanted to look and say, when these bad periods happened, did they all line up with the indicators all um, in a certain formation that would give us a greater probability to say, hey, if we see this again in the future, we may not have a crystal ball for what's coming in the future, but we should be able to say when this happened in the past, problems ensued. And so that's what my process was built upon, was looking for all the, um, the, the, the characteristics and the indicators that when they line up in a certain way, we should all be paying attention because you know what happens with most investors is they'll, they'll basically buy the highs and they'll sell the lows because of emotional reactions rather than being proactive. Um, in order for us to go ahead and try to limit the major investment losses, we have to be looking forward, not backward. You know, we have to be proactive not reactive. So for me, that was basically what this process is all about. It's, it's, um, it's recognizing historically 
what transpires when these major declines are likely, how, how does the pattern unfold? I actually wrote about it in chapter six of my book and showed in the past 50 years, 45, 50 years, how the last three major stock market tops in our in the United States all followed the same pattern. Um, so that's outlined in chapter six of my book. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I love that you've been able to kind of distill that information and that knowledge down that resource down for people, you know, within your book and all, of course, all the work that you're doing as well. So I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? Yeah, for me, it's it's going to be very pertinent to me. Um, for me, it was learning about trends and specifically trend channels in the financial markets, you know, I first learned, I didn't know anything, any of this stuff when I first came in the business, because when I first became licensed, uh, my original company that I did that through was Leg Mason. And really the majority of the work I did through them and the training I received was about product knowledge, not market knowledge. And so that's what a lot of investors need to understand. When you hire an investment professional, we learn a lot and are taught a lot about how to sell product, but a lot of people don't understand what makes the markets rise or decline and what, what do trends look like things of that nature. So um, in the late 2008, around that time, I started learning about trend channels through the late Richard Russell. He was the founder of Dow Theory Letters. And the blessing of that for me was, it, you know, in terms of reading his subscription service, and then that basically caused me to look into other information and do other research as well. It helped me to look at the, the, the marketplace in an entirely different perspective that I'd never considered before. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate you sharing that so much. And I think so many times, you know, you, whenever you're a, an expert or you spend some time within your, your specific vertical or your whatever your excellence is or your gift, your gift or your ability, you start to realize that once you drill down more and more and more, while others on the outside might consider it to be like a crapshoot or to consider it to be a game or something along those lines, if you start to understand, and I don't want to say the rules of the game, I feel like that's the wrong phrase, but you start to get accrue that knowledge and that information, it to me doesn't guarantee success, it sounds like but it seems like it puts you closer and closer to that certainty that you ultimately want to have, especially with something related to finances. So I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. You might've already touched on this, but this is a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something you would tell a client, or if you hopped into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. Yeah. So I would say for every business owner that's listening to this podcast or every executive, I would say, don't be a Mallory. Um, and as we already mentioned, last year, I, I wrote my first book. hope you can see that, okay, called Protecting the Pig, How Stock Market Trends Reveal the Way to Grow and Preserve Your Wealth. And obviously, the pig is a piggy bank. And so that represents your financial wealth. So that's why I would encourage everybody right now, this is the time to prepare. This is the time to be saying, what don't I know? Um, we know that you know whatever the old adage is, whatever goes up eventually comes down. Um, that's something that I think people should be thinking about. That's what they should be realizing that if you have wealth that you don't want to watch yourself lose, you know, up to a half of it or more in the next downturn, this is the time to be educating yourself and making sure that the advisor you're working with is the right one. And that whatever process and philosophy you're using, they're the right ones. And you realize what can happen from where we are now, sometime in the future and the years ahead. Yeah, I appreciate you so much in sharing that, and especially even that parallel of we we study, like you said, the trends within our industries. We know that this is maybe a better time of doing business. We get more clients during this time. We're paying attention to those trends, but sometimes we we forget about that in other aspects when we get outside of our lane. I guess you can say. So I appreciate you so much in sharing that and reminding us of how important it is and, and that it can be done. So I think sometimes that awareness around um, having you know a professional like yourself or having that knowledge and, and information in order to understand these trends and study the trends 
trends and know uh, what could set you up for success as much as possible is something that's possible. And we can't do it in, in our industry, but of course, in our finances as well. So now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. We're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Jeff, what does being a CEO mean to you? Yeah, to me, being a CEO, I, I look at this being a chief and vision officer. Um, and a chief and vision officer is simply somebody who thinks differently, somebody who's always anticipating what's going to come next so you can be strategic in your decisions. Again, like I said earlier, be proactive. Um, and it's somebody who's not uncomfortable, maybe diverging from the crowd at times. Uh, those, I think, are characteristics and traits that a CEO has to have, because if not, they're just going to follow everyone else with whatever the trend is. And as I said, that that would have been me back in you know, the, the, the late 1990s, early 2000s, you, you, you ride the stock market roller coaster up and then you ride it down and you ride it up and you ride it down. And um, that's really not what people want. People want um, to make strategic decisions and you need, a, you need somebody who's a, more of a visionary, in my opinion, to see where things are going rather than doing things the way that they've always been done. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I know when we, you were speaking about, you know, finance, you use the word emotion. And, and I, I love that you mentioned that a little bit earlier. And I feel like that came to mind when you were speaking about the vision, because we were talking about trends, talking about doing your homework, due diligence, make sure you're setting yourself up for success and understanding that a lot of times when times are less than ideal, that's when those emotions kick in. It really will test you as a leader, as a CEO, as a visionary, whatever title we might give ourselves to understand and to know that you are staying true to that vision and you were prepared as strategically as possible possible for those times that will eventually happen. Um, so those are the, th those are the, that's the whole point of why we don't want to be emotional. We want to follow a process and we, and again, I'll just say that, that my personal research, what I have discovered for myself is markets are just not as random as people believe. Uh, again, does not mean that you have a crystal ball. doesn't mean you can avoid everything, but at the end of the day, it's very helpful to know what to look for so that you can try to avoid making those emotional decisions, which can, can consume you. Absolutely. I think the name of the game is definitely to, to set yourself up as best as possible for success. So I love that you um, have armed people with so much insight and knowledge. And of course, you know, taking some time out with us today. And what I wanted to do now was pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you, get a copy of your book, find out about all the awesome things that you're working on. Yeah, sure. So um, what I would just say is one thing that I do that goes along with the book, it's, it's, it's more helpful if people actually buy and read the book, they'll get more out of it is on my website, I post every month at the end of the month, what I call the primary trend update. So basically what I do is I take the information I provide in the book about trends, and I basically show what the S&P 500 is doing at the end of every month. It's like a little snapshot. So 12 times a year, I, I put out a, 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 an article that shows people where we are. I provide a over time, that's a little bit challenging for people like me. But if somebody were to pick up a copy of the book and read the book, um, feel free to subscribe to that. Even if you don't read, don't buy the book, you can subscribe to it for free anyway. Um, so you can go to that and subscribe at www.bluelineinvesting.com forward slash blog. Uh, so you can subscribe or unsubscribe at any time you want. That information is just, um, I don't do anything with it. I don't sell it. Um, it's just literally there for, for your benefit. Um, the book itself, um, even you can get it almost on uh, through any online retailer you like, but Amazon has slashed the price, uh, albeit against my desire, to uh, less than $6 right now. So for $6, you basically can get up to 24 years, 25 years almost worth of investment experience and, and knowledge, and you can read it in a few hours. So I, I, I would highly encourage everyone to be picking up that book. It's priced at a point where you, you can't afford not to buy it. 
Um, but if anyone has any interest in has questions or wants to reach out to me, the best way to do that would be either calling me at 833-258-2583 or sending an email to info at blueline Awesome. 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 Well, thank you so much again, Jeff. We will have the links and information in the show notes. And we often forget that the people that are most successful are, are those that are reading because there's so much knowledge and information that you can kind of learn from reading, listen to podcasts in so many different ways. So I appreciate you so much in creating, you know, some of those resources and information for people again, to be set up for success. Appreciate you, my friend. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you, Gresham. You as well. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO Gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.